0: You're listening to the My 3 Picks Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Ages. On each episode of the show, we'll be talking with some really interesting people who will be sharing three of their favorite pictures with us. Maybe it'll be pictures they've been in, pictures they've taken, or pictures they just really like. But the common thing between all the pics will be that there's something important or meaningful to those pictures that has had an impact on their lives somehow. So sit back, get comfortable, and let's get on with the podcast. All right, welcome to episode 3 of the My 3 Picks podcast. I'm learning lots as we go here with the podcast and most of all I'm totally enjoying talking to my guests, learning about them, talking about their picks, talking about their lives, and obviously getting some great stories as we get along. We go along the way. So, on that theme of learning, it's a perfect segue for my guest today. I'm excited about today's show because you'll recall in the first Little preamble I did of the first episode. I said I wanted to have guests on the show who weren't all photographers or necessarily working in the photography biz. So that's it. I'm, I've got a I've got a guest who's not a photographer, and I'm excited about that. So my guest today is Sarah Smeaton. Sarah's a a coach. I was going to say life coach, but we were just talking about this uh, offline a moment ago. We'll we'll talk about the nuances of that, but. Specifically, Sarah focuses on helping people who are going through that kind of midlife angst time of what's next? What do I do? Is this, is this all it is? So I love this topic. I love Sarah. Sarah's an old friend, and uh, I'm excited about just talking to her period. But I love this topic because as someone who's in that zone myself, I know it can be a very tough time, because a lot of us look back and we say, "You know, is that all it is?" We look we look back. A lot more than we look forward and that can be really challenging so Sarah calls the opportunity and possibilities of this midlife space the power years and I also really like that term because I do think it's a time of real opportunity and positive change if we seek it out so Sarah welcome to the show
1: thank you so much for having me
0: yeah my pleasure did I did I do a reasonably good job of describing you in that intro
1: you did an amazing job (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Hang on.
0: Thank you. Okay. <laughs> tell us, tell us a little bit more about how you kind of position yourself as a coach, how you see yourself.
1: Well, I'm a certified coactive coach, which is, um, a designation from, uh, a coaching school called CTI okay. and, uh, we're recognized by the ICF. So I'm, I'm a certified coach. Uh, you know, I guess if I, if, if I had to describe myself I do life, Coaching, yeah. um, but it's really—it um, feels like it's more than that to me. It's very holistic. It's very much like if somebody hired me, um, we're looking at all parts of who they are as a person. We're looking at who they want to be in the world, and really, the, what what attracts me so much about coactivity is it's about who you're being in the world right. and how that affects what you do. Okay. And then when you go out and do something, what you learn about who you are how what you know so we're always kind of adding I think of it kind of like an infinity circle of just being and doing and adding to our, our self-knowledge and then going out and being that person in the world by okay. taking action so I, I love that about it yeah and um, so that's that's, that's amazing. I do yeah.
0: and so what like what initially initially got you turned on to this idea kind of in the first place because and we can and we'll talk about that in a bit but you've done a lot of stuff in your in your life in your career
1: yeah so what what got me into coaching so so this is actually a bit of a funny long story and you can edit out
0: (laughs) funny and long is fine we like that (laughs)
1: so um years and years and years ago before I met you I was in film distribution
0: yeah
1: um I was working in the video department of a Canadian film distributor and it was a little bit like working on the Titanic. It was just going down. You know, this is when there was blockbusters on every corner, but right. it was starting to go down and I was trying to figure out what to do next. So I was in my twenties. Right. And so I hired a career counselor and I did all the tests and all the things and, and we worked on my resume. And in the end she said, you should be a coach. Okay. And, uh, And I was really excited about it at first. And she gave me all this information and the school I should go to. And it was a really new career at that time, I guess, you know, 20 something years ago. And I was really excited. And then all of a sudden, all these like little inner voices started crashing in on me. Like you have no life experience. You have no work experience. Who's ever going to want to be coached by you? This is a ridiculous idea. Don't do this. This is danger. (laughs) So I just abandoned.
0: (laughs) Your your inner coach was saying, don't do this.
1: My inner, my inner, what we call a saboteur was saying, don't you do this. This is idiotic. Nobody's going to want you to be their coach. So, um, you know, I, I instead went into advertising as you know, and, and um, was there for, I don't know, something around 10 years. Mm -hmm. Um, But it always kind of was in me that this was something I was good at and something I liked. And what I realized over the years and over my career is that I am a natural coach and people naturally come to me for coaching. Right. I just didn't know to really call it that. Yeah. And then it kind of became a little bit of a bit of a joke, you know, like a life coach, so flaky. And I was like, Oh, this well, I guess I could never do that embarrassing thing. And yeah. Yeah. And then um, I was working uh, as a managing editor uh-huh. for an online magazine. And I was just feeling career-wise like all of the paths that I saw from what I was doing were not appealing. And I felt like I kind of come to the end of what I was doing. And I just didn't know what was next. And I had met a woman who, I, I guess she's a, a business coach. I think she more works with entrepreneurs. And I called her up and said, I feel really stuck. And I, I really need some help. And she said, you know, I, I don't do that. I work with people who already have businesses.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I said, oh, please, <laughs> please <Okay>. help me. <laughs> So anyway, working with her just for a few, you know, sessions, I realized that what I really wanted to be doing was what she was doing, like right. talking to people, right. helping them. And, um, and then from there, there was a bit of serendipity because actually a mutual friend of ours, Mev,
2: mm-hmm. sent
1: me a Facebook event and said, I don't know if this is right for you, um, but I just love the woman who's doing it so much, and I thought of you immediately. And I, I looked at the event, and it it was fine. It wasn't. It, it was like something that I would do maybe someday, kind of thing. But it didn't okay. really. But I was like, oh, that's interesting. I'm curious what she uh, saw in this woman that made her think of me. So I went to that woman's Facebook profile, and she was public. Mm-hmm. And I listened to a uh, actually a podcast interview of hers, and she okay. said that she had done every module of the CTI Coach Training Program. All right. And I was like, "What is CTI?" So I went to their website, and there was a f- sort of experience coactive coaching night a week later. Yeah. And Mark the next day, I was in my first. Oh wow! Fundamentals course. So that's how that's how it all happened, and and I never looked back after that.
0: That's amazing. I mean, you talked you talked about that whole kind of serendipity, you know, Mm -hmm. of life just kind of coming along and these things popping up. How did you, how are you feeling? Like, I'm curious about how you were feeling when, you know, you had those moments of saying, you know, I'm in a job or I'm in a, I'm in a situation and you're just like, man, this is just, I'm just not feeling this at all. Like, I'm not, I'm not feeling this is what I should be doing. How did, how did, like, talk to me a little bit about, you know, what was going on in your mind when those thoughts were going through and how, how you felt? Because I, don't, I, I think you are feeling or you've described feeling probably what a lot of your clients feel.
1: Yeah, it's funny. Specifically about the work, I had been doing it for seven years. I really loved it. I was really passionate about it. And there, mm-hmm. were, there were definitely, it felt like a little bit of being on a roller coaster of passion and burnout a bit. Like, okay. so I would get really excited about a project or, you know, whatever. And then, and then I would get really burnt out. And when I was in my times of burnout, there really did feel like there was a very opaque wall up for the future. Like, I just didn't know, like, okay, so listen, I could live, you know, another 50 years.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, what, how, what am I going to be doing with those years? Like, Right. I I don't want to, you know, necessarily go be a managing editor anywhere i'm not you know i just Mm -hmm. i really knew that there was something more meaningful for me and it really just i think the truth is mark is that i knew that this is something i always wanted to do since that time when i was in my 20s when i turned my back on it and i i was so embarrassed and scared and um you know worried that it wouldn't work out or what would people think of me and who do i think i am to do this that i just took that moment as a like you know what i'm If not now when? Right. And and it was really interesting because once I started, I really did see it everywhere. Kind of I talk about it kind of like um, you know, that movie Sixth Sense, where yeah um, I don't want to spoil this very (laughs) old movie, but (laughs) you know, where like the 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 main character realizes something huge and it was um it was like that. It's like I realized, oh my gosh, I've been coaching people all over the place for free. Yeah, um, and and it's time to to step into this and claim it and say this is what I do, and and it was it was the best decision I've ever that's made, awesome. and awesome. I don't regret anything I did before it.
0: No, well that's amazing. I mean that's such an empowering feeling, right? To, yeah. to 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 finally kind of have that epiphany and, and thought about wow, this is what I'm meant to do, right?
1: Yeah, well it was it was interesting when I walked into the the room that experienced coactive coaching night at first i i really felt like oh god what am i doing here right. and this is you know and i and then when they started talking about what it was i was like oh oh this is made for me yeah like this and then i was like i'm made for this and it just felt like this incredible yeah almost like meeting a you know like someone that you love. Like right. it was really interesting. It was, it was very, yeah, yeah. it felt like love at first sight.
0: That's awesome. Well, that's, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Um, so that said, mm-hmm. this is, this is, this is the my three picks podcast people. Yeah. So we are going to, we are going to talk about <laughs> pictures at some point. Yay. Um, and, uh, as I said, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that you're my first guest. That's mm-hmm. not actually in the photography or visual arts kind of business because mm. it's meant for everybody. This is meant for everybody. You know, we all have, you know, it, it, the, the pictures are a vehicle really to talk yeah. about uh, people and to talk yeah. about kind of backgrounds and, and kind of what's important. So I think that the the secret sauce is that you choose the photos that you identify with most. So with that, let's, let's look at your first, the first image. And okay. so, just as a quick reminder for those who are listening, if you want to follow along with the pictures that we are looking at, Sarah and I are looking at together, you can go to my website, uh, markagesphotography.com and look under the, my three picks podcast and under Sarah's, um, under Sarah's podcast, there'll be the three images we're we're going to talk about. So let's look at image one. This is one you selected, and this is the picture of the, uh, the birch tree. Uh, that is clearly had a rich life and it's shedding (laughs) some states it's maybe having its moment of existential uh (laughs) angst it's shedding or it's peeling (laughs) um and generally i mean just one of the things i noticed in terms of the photos uh that you chose i think i feel like there's a there's a real kind of mood or pensive nature to all the pictures Mm -hmm. you've chosen is that something that you you know is attracted to you in in, in art and in visual kind of expression? That's a great
1: question. Um, I I I don't know if it's generally attractive to me, but I think the right now I feel like that is the mood, right? right. Like I'm right. Yeah. and and, um, and there's something so. Uh, Evocative about those more pensive moments that just mm. help me create meaning, like the you know the ones that are really joyful and beautiful. Yeah, um, I always find that it's sort of hard to capture that on film. Yeah, um, but the but these ones, I don't know, they just lend themselves more to the photography somehow. Yeah,
0: well, also it, it kind of lends itself to to you and in, in terms of you know your your focus as a coach, right? Like you're, you're focused on, you know, complexities of people, the layers of people, um, you know, the different, the different skills and talents and, and barriers that they have in their life. Right. So maybe the the different, um, you know, peeling back of the birch tree was kind of emblematic to you in some way.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think, you know, just as a, because I'm not a photographer, but I take a lot of pictures mm-hmm. and I, I think part of that is to help me be present because it's like even if I miss something the camera's caught it. Right. And it so it's I do it a lot on my walks. Sure. And um for this one in particular with the peeling birch, I was going, I think it was my first walk of lockdown in March. So the okay. the the energy around that photo was pensive and it was, there was kind of a lot of anxiety around it and a lot of like, it kind of felt, you know, a little bit apocalyptic at the time. And um, I was just like walking with my daughter and we were just noticing things.
0: It still feels like that. Yeah. (laughs) It's still (laughs) apocalyptic. It
1: It does. But it's, you know, I think it would have surprised me then to know how many moments of joy I've had since then. Right.
2: Right.
1: And so, um, I, we were just noticing things. You know, we were noticing how a little raindrop was um, coming off branches and we were noticing these peeling layers. And I am, you know, I, this is sort of an answer to your question, but you asked me if I'm a, attracted to pensiveness in art. I don't know if mm. I'm attracted to pensiveness in art, mm-hmm. but I'm a, really attracted to layers. Okay. Okay. So like, for example, um, one of my favorite artists is Nava Waxman, and she she used to do more encaustic work, which is wax, painting with wax. Okay. And um, I've got a collection of her encaustic works because they are so fascinating to me because there's just layers and layers of colors. And then these little, like she'll put in a found object and you can see it's under layers and layers and layers of wax, but you can kind of see what it is and there'll be postcards. So you can't make out the writing, but you can see there's writing. And I'm just honestly obsessed with that kind of layering.
0: Yeah. So I think this tree evoked that in me. Yeah. I mean, I think, as you said, I think it's a perfect, (laughs) excuse me, I think it's a perfect, um, kind of symbol of, 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 you know, the space you find yourself in now just in terms of helping people with their layers. And I love the way you described it. Um, uh in something you sent me you said you know we're so complex
2: mm-hmm. you
0: know it's it's a feature not a bug I love that you know it's just like you know sometimes I think we can look at these times of of uh particularly particularly in midlife you know we kind of like we look back and we we think about all these kind of um complexities and you know roads we went down that could have led somewhere but they led somewhere else and we we start to feel maybe a little bit bad about that but yeah, As you say, it's like, it's a feature, right? It's not a, it's not a negative. It's just, it's just part of the path. So.
1: Yeah. yeah. So it's like a foundation or, you know, it's mm. like, it's all makes you, you. And I, yeah. I think, you know, one of the things that I'm really clear on now that I don't think I used to be on is like mm. how non-binary we are as humans and that, you know, we can be like I can be a tremendous rule follower and a huge rebel at the same time. And that makes yeah. no sense. Right. But it's right. like completely true. Sure, and sure. I feel like when I look at this tree, I feel like that tree gets that. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I love the selection. It's a great, it's a great first selection. So thanks great. for that. Um, You're welcome. Why, why is the, our forties and fifties, why is it so hard? Like, why, why do you think it's, like a, it's, a, it's a time of, of such challenge for us?
1: Well, I, you know, I guess I don't necessarily look at it as hard. I look at it as an invitation. I think okay. there's something that happens in these years, and it's not based on the age. It's just kind of up to the individual when it happens. And either it's because something has been a catalyst for us to ask these questions, like sometimes, you know, we might lose a loved one or we sure. might lose a job or our health gets into jeopardy. Like there's all these sort of big life transitions that can happen at this time yeah. Yeah. Um, that can send us into sort of a spiral of asking questions or we mm-hmm. can just sort of wake up and be like, Oh my God, I have, like I did like, well, uh, yeah. 40 years, is this how I want to spend it? And it wasn't just about work. Right. It was like, sure. is this the person that I want to be? And I think it's, you know, it's just getting closer to our own, mortality is, is I think the reason why it happens
0: now. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is midlife, is midlife crisis the right term? Like is that the midlife?
1: I don't that, use it. I don't use, use yeah. it. I, I don't use it. Cause I think, I think it's, you know, been debunked by a lot of psychologists. And it, yeah. but even more than that, like when I think about that, I think of, you know, a 50 year old guy with his Porsche or something. And yeah. I just, that's not the experience that I'm coming across with my clients. My clients yeah. really are longing to be more of themselves. Okay. That they have been, you know, checking boxes and doing what they think they're supposed to be doing for mm. so long and so many different aspects of their life. Mm. And they just want to feel like they are contributing in a meaningful way. Like they're mm-hmm. being themselves, they're being authentic. They're having the kind of relationships they want to have. Right. They're valuing what's important to them. And I think we can get really lost and away from that. And maybe that's part of the reason why it happens in our 40s and 50s is because you know those 20s and 30s are such building years even the early 40s like we're just mm-hmm. building 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 if if you're following society's path you're you know maybe you're getting married and you're buying a house and you've got a job and you've got a car and you've got all these like check 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 yeah. and it can really take you away from I think you know at risk of sounding a little bit woo from your purpose from why you're really here from sure. from what you really want to experience
0: in this life. Sure. I hate using the term a modern age. I mean my my parents used to use the modern age. I was like <laughs> what what age are you talking about, you know? But but I think certainly as a as a parent and and somebody who's in kind of in the 40s, right? Like do you think kind of currently or over the last 15 20 years or so, you know, the explosion of 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 internet and social media um you know we get a we kind of get invited into other people's lives a mm. lot through imagery and uh through media do you think that's added to people's kind of questioning of is there more
1: mm, i think that's a great question and i, I don't know the answer for sure but mm. i think you're probably right and i think you know there was so when when our parents were 40, 50 There was, there was even less opportunity, right? Like it was, yeah. there was so many um, prescriptions for mm-hmm. who we needed to be, and I, yeah, and mm-hmm. I think, I think that has changed, and I think part of that change might be the internet and how we're connected and how we can find other people who mm-hmm. like the same weird thing we do or who. Yeah do something that we didn't even know existed you know when i was having my little you know oh my gosh what's next what am i going to do with myself yeah moment i didn't know that there were so many other people having those questions i had no idea and i I, you know part of the what i have why i do what i do is to create some community and some support around that because it it is so rampant Mm-hmm. Um, no. and and it's just it's like so much easier when you know there's other people and you can have a conversation about sure, it sure. um so i don't know what it looked like for you know let's say our moms uh, i know my mother my mother actually became a psychotherapist at the same age that i became a coach if wow. you can believe it um,
2: well yeah
1: so uh, very interesting we were, yeah think, it's super you know,
0: interesting
1: yeah so yeah. i mean certainly i we didn't invent um midlife reinvention that's for sure
0: mm-hmm. yeah amazing stuff okay let's look at let's let's get back to some of the pictures you you submitted here so i'm I'm looking at image two and that's yeah. the um the park with the fog yeah and if i'm yeah. not mistaken that's right behind your house now
1: it's right behind my yeah, house. yeah i know that yeah. path
0: i can see that i know that yeah uh,
1: <laughs> yeah
0: so i this i mean again a, a pensive shot right
1: yeah
0: yeah um What's why why this picture?
1: So um, I took this in the fall, and mm-hmm. I go for I go for walks. I try to go for walks most days, but every Saturday morning I go for a walk and and talk to one of my best friends for two okay. hours. Yeah, and I took this just before our conversation, and I think um, this one I was just so struck by how beautiful this looked yeah and I was so struck by how invisible everything that's normally there for me to see was just completely gone yeah it was it was really stunning and it really just felt like such a metaphor for where we were and I, I think particularly in that moment I was nervous about now I was nervous about the winter okay And I was nervous about not being able to go for walks and what will it feel like? And will my kids still be able to go to school and are we going to have a hard winter? And so I was kind of projecting into the future in a big Mm. way. Mm -hmm. And this picture just kind of said to me, you know, like, stop it. Just Mm. be where you are right now on this beautiful walk with your beautiful friend and, um, and don't worry about it. And, and it was really amazing. Yeah, It was really amazing. And it was, it was a, really foggy day like really really foggy yeah. i took about 100 pictures cuz it was so beautiful
0: yeah let's talk about let's talk about composition a little bit so yeah. you know this i mean as you say like you take as we all do because a lot of us use digital um mm-hmm. photography most i mean most people do these days but you know y- this one mm-hmm. has some unique kind of things in it right you've got these beautiful trees mm-hmm. Um, you've got that kind of solitary bench, mm-hmm. um, obviously the fog, I mean, what strikes me, I, I love, I mean, I love fog photos too. I mean, they're beautiful, right? Like, mm-hmm. but I, I think what kind of strikes me in this is just like, it makes you feel small really as mm-hmm. a, as a human being, right? Cause you're looking at these trees, which are just so enormous and so, um, powerful then you've got this fog that just kind of envelops everything it makes you feel mm-hmm. quite small mm-hmm. uh, maybe getting back to that kind of thoughtfulness of the picture mm-hmm. what goes through what goes through your mind when you because you're I mean you know and again this is kind of what I like about this podcast is that um, for me it really brings to the fore the idea that anybody can take great pictures mm-hmm. I believe that I truly believe that mm-hmm. so I think there's a lot of you know i i see some pictures of so called professional photographers <clears throat> and you know, and they may be great but you know i think the the, the background might be the the alleyway behind their house right mm-hmm. like there's not a whole lot of you know glamour to it it just
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's just that they've captured a moment that's really beautiful and it can be quite simple and so i find you know i, I and i find with your photos too like there's a very strong evocative Tone that comes from a lot of them, and again, Mm -hmm. I think there's that intentionality of the composition with which you take your photos, right? Do you do Do you think a lot about composition when you when you take photos?
1: I can't say I do. Mm, Um, I I just kind of take them, and then when I'm looking at them afterwards, that's when I more notice. I'm like, oh, that's really interesting, or look how those trees kind of surround that bench, and that's the one I really love. Like, Mm -hmm. because I'm not a photographer, but I am trying to capture my experience. Right. And, and for this one, I don't know, there was something about that empty bench that kind of broke my heart. Sure. Um, sure. You know, this, this park is usually on a Saturday morning filled with kids playing soccer. And uh, you know, it, it just, the emptiness of it was heartbreaking and it was beautiful. And it was Mm. also, there was a lot of acceptance around it that I felt like, you know, like, okay, that's just the way that, that it is. And it's also really, lovely and worth noting Mm -hmm. the way it is.
0: And you, I mean, you mentioned that you do, you do, you do these walks and you do these photos. Like is taking photos important to you in terms of kind of cataloging and uh, uh, preserving in memory um, some of these moments, these narratives? Do you you find that's a tool you use quite a lot?
1: A hundred percent it is because I have a terrible memory. Okay. And so it really does help me. Uh, to lock it in and when I can look at it later I can say oh yeah that was that day and I was walking and it was foggy and I remember how I felt and it may just leave me if I don't right feeling of it so either I have to take a photo or a journal about it but some way I have to I have to somehow archive the moment or it will go
0: right yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna read you a quote okay okay Okay, this is a quote I help you discover the joy and power in midlife and navigate the transitions on your own terms. Pop quiz. Who, who, who is the author of that quote?
1: I believe that would have been me. <laughs> right.
0: Exactly. I love the, I love this quote, um, uh-huh. you know, in terms of describing your, um, your, your kind of approach to coaching um, mm. because it talks about doing it on your own terms.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, and I think, you know, as we were talking about about this offline, it's like, it is that sense of, you know, you have a lot of the answers already inside you. It's just really shining a light on how you want to do it in your own terms. Is that, is that a kind of, is that it?
1: That's it. Okay. That that's certainly it for what I do. There are people out there who um, specialize in giving you the answers. And sometimes we need someone to help us with the answers, but so much of the time, the answers are within us, right. and and when you work with a coach like me or someone else, um, especially a, a coactive coach,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's like I'm I'm holding up a flashlight or showing you like here, look in this cave. What's in there? Mm-hmm. Like, Let's be curious about what's in this one.
2: Right, right, <laughs> um, right.
1: And sometimes it's holding up a mirror and saying, "Oh, when you said that, your face fell. Do you know that? You know." And then and then it's mm-hmm. just helping someone become more aware and more attuned to what they really know.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, I love that description of it. Mm. I also, I also really liked how you talked about, um, kind of that journey, uh, of people when they're, when they're doing this kind of deep thinking about their, their lives, you know, it's not always, it's not always that eat, pray, love scenario either, is it?
1: Not at all. No. In fact, um, you know, you can not change any of the big building blocks and mm-hmm. still be so much more satisfied with your life right. just by making little changes. And I think that's something that we've been sold a little bit of a bill of goods about. Like mm-hmm. you have to blow it all up. Oh, I'm not happy. I have to blow it all up. I'm not right. happy in my marriage. I better leave. It's like, no, you know what? There's a lot of little things that can be changed yeah. um, before you go that yeah, to that drastic route and uh, you know and maybe sometimes it's a combination sometimes people do want to leave a job or leave a marriage or move yeah. uh, you know across the world but sometimes it's it's much much more just little uh, tweaks nuanced yeah little tweaks
0: yeah exactly. yeah and I, I think before you talked about too that i think a lot of maybe a lot of your uh clients that you work with you know sometimes these changes in their life come as comes as a result of something kind of traumatic happening you know like a a layoff uh, a a family member getting sick Mm -hmm. uh, or god forbid a pandemic yeah um you know but it doesn't always have to come it doesn't have to come from such a negative place though does it
1: no not at all i I don't think it has to be negative at all i think it's just sometimes it's just even time like having time to reflect and breathe and go okay where am i yeah. And, and I think there's a natural taking stock that happens. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't have to be negative at all. It's like, oh, I really love these people. Am I spending enough time with these people?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of people and speaking mm. of taking time,
1: uh huh.
0: what's going on in picture three? Okay. Who's that handsome chap?
1: That handsome chap is my husband, Craig, your <laughs> friend since... Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair. <laughs>
1: um and uh this was in 2001 we, before we were married we yeah. went to Paris and I walked you know I went into a boutique to try and close and he sat outside and entertained himself while I was in there and I walked out and he hadn't looked up yet and mm-hmm. I took this picture and I mm-hmm. just I'm so in love with it
2: yeah
1: um everything about it I mean <laughs> there's a whole story behind that because as I said it was September 2001 so it was 11 days after 9/11 happened that okay. we were supposed to be getting on a plane. Okay. And uh we really second guessed going because right. we were scared, you know? And it, yeah. it had a very similar feeling that I had in March when I took the birch picture in the sense right. of like I don't know what is happening in the world and I don't know what it all means and it's really scary and it's really uncertain. Um, and I remember actually we were at the time I was producing the film festival website and we were at uh, a film. I can't remember which one with my bell client and her husband who were a bit older than us and really well-traveled and great people. Yeah. And, um, and we were like, yeah, we don't know. Maybe we should cancel the trip. And they were like, don't you dare cancel that trip. You are going (laughs) go. And, you know, they just seemed so much older and wiser that we thought, you know what, they're, they're probably right. We should go.
2: Yeah.
1: So even though we were scared to travel when it seemed like, you know, planes were flying into buildings,
2: yeah.
1: um, we did, we went. Yeah. And so this, this picture just captures that part of that trip yeah. and who we were in that yeah. moment. And, yeah. and the sort of sequel to the, the story is that um, I got home and I was, my, my grandmother, who's turning 95 okay. in February um, was an artist and, um, actually started painting in midlife. So actually I come by this quite naturally. I have a a lineage of women (laughs) who have made shifts in midlife and, um, I was going to her house after work every Monday to have dinner with her and my grandfather and then paint with her. Uh, and I'm not a painter, but she is. And it was just felt like something we could do together. That was nice. And Uh, I brought her this picture and she helped me paint it. And so I'm actually looking at it right now. The painting that I made, I gave it to Craig for his 31st birthday and Mm -hmm. it hangs in our bedroom. And one of the things you said to me when you were saying like, you know, why this is important is that pictures can just stay in a box,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, for years. And this one did like this one did go into a box for Mm -hmm. 20 years. Mm -hmm. And, but because I have the painting I'm reminded of it every day. Yeah. So it's really, I don't know, It's just, again, with the layers, it feels like a yeah. really layered, a layered story of, you know, reminding ourselves of who we can be when we're brave, what we can experience, what's possible when we're, when we take risks. Yeah. And, and, and also what's possible when we try things that we've never tried before and, and nourish the relationships in our life
0: that are important. Yeah. And yet again, and yet uh, uh, another thinking picture. It looks like another.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Craig is thinking there.
1: I think he's, I think it was his journal, and I think he was reading his journal.
0: Yeah. How does, how do, like going back through these, through these pictures, um, mm-hmm. how do you feel?
1: Well, this one in particular is emotional. Like yeah. I, you know, we're about to celebrate Craig's 50th. We've been together for 25 years. It's mm-hmm. been a lot of layers in this yeah. relationship. And, and um, we have two teenagers now. And yeah, it's, it's very different. Who we are now as almost 50-year-olds is very different than who we were then as, mm. I guess, 30-year-olds.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and what a privilege to be yeah. able to experience that with a person and, and grow into these different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's It's really... It's something I'm really grateful for.
0: Yeah. When you were, when you were, when I asked you to kind of go through the, some pictures and, and pick them out, was it, uh, how, was that, how did that, how did that make you feel? Was it an interesting kind of experience? Did it take you down some rabbit holes?
1: It did. And it was hard. And I'm a Virgo. So I was like, I need some parameters here. I, <laughs> I do know how to do this with <laughs> there's a million pictures. Come on. <laughs> like,
2: yeah.
1: help me out. Uh-huh. So actually, that's why I did give myself the parameter of the, Pandemic for the okay. first two, yeah, and then this one just felt so rich that I, I, and I love it so much that yeah. uh, I wanted to share it with you, yeah. And right. I also feel like it looks like a painting, like yeah. It, yeah, there's something about it. So, but it was amazing because so many of the pictures I I looked at were not, um, you know, landscape ones. They were people, sure, and um, and moments with people, and that's. That's really that's something I you know I don't always give myself and actually I pulled some of them out and have them and it's just it's so nice like yeah. it's so nice to look at these old versions of ourselves and sure. I don't know life's weird Mark sometimes you know <laughs> it just it feels like it's going to always be this way until it's not
0: oh life is weird as an understand <laughs> it's, it's a it's an it's an ongoing weirdness episode yeah. of weirdness isn't it yeah
1: yeah it really is it just you know when I look back and I see myself as a teenager like that just felt like it would be that way forever
2: yeah
1: right. and then it changes and you know then you're a 30 year old and it feels like that's going to be the way forever and it feels sure. like those decisions are I don't know so it just yeah. it, it, to see all this and then to see the my ancestors going through that same thing mm-hmm. I don't know it's very moving
0: yeah so I, I mean, I'm super proud of, of you for what, you know, all of you, what you've done over the last few years with, um, well, I've always been proud of you, but I oh. think particularly over the last, uh, few years, you know, you've really honed in on finally, you know, doing what that person said you should be doing mm-hmm. many years ago, you know, with yeah. your coaching. So, um. But when you when it, when when what comes to mind when you think of that and if, if you can just shine a light shine a light on yourself for a second, okay. and just you know, give me a very quick snapshot of kind of what, how it makes you feel knowing that you've landed in this space and it's so it's so meaningful and, and resonates so strongly with you. Wow,
1: mm. oh, what a nice question. Um, how does it make me feel? I mean, it's so it's I don't think i knew that it was possible to live this way hmm. to 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 look at my schedule and be so happy about everything on it yeah. um to love the way i'm spending my days to not feel what's the word that i'm looking for here like you know be- before i did this i was really in the fixer mode a lot like
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know i I took things on that weren't mine to take on. And so part of being a coach is getting coached. And a lot of my own stuff has um, resolved itself or changed. And so I think that's so much part of it is that I'm a different person. Yeah. It's not just what I'm doing. It's I'm a different person. And I, I'm able to experience my life in such a better way yeah. uh, than I was before. Even if I was still doing the same thing, I would be experiencing it differently. and that feels so fulfilling and so rewarding. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm so happy for myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy for you too. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, no, it's amazing. So, uh, th- Sarah, thank you for coming on the show today and sharing and sharing your three picks for uh, with us. Um, what a what a journey and what great what great selections too. I think they were really really um, you know really wonderful pictures to share. So thanks for that.
1: Well, thank you for having me. And yeah. thank you for asking such amazing, curious questions. And you oh, are pleasure. so incredible.
0: Uh, <laughs> thanks. You're so good at now this. I feel, now I feel great about this too. <laughs> um, if you if you are interested in getting in touch with, with Sarah and working with her, or just have some questions you want to discuss, uh, I'm sure she'd be happy to do that. And the best way to do so is through her website, uh, Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. And I'll put all the links to those, uh, in the notes section of the podcast. So you don't have to worry about writing them down right now, which is great because who does that? No one does that. You just want to, you just want to (laughs) click. I'll make that happen for you. Um, so again, thanks so much, Sarah.
1: Thank you, Mark.
0: Yeah. Take care. You too. And that's episode three, everybody. I want to thank Sarah again for coming on the show uh, today and sharing her three picks with us, but also telling us about her inspiring story and how she's got to this place in her life where now she can help other people, which is amazing. And I think that's something that uh, is so useful today. And as always, thank you for listening to the show. And please subscribe wherever you download and listen to your podcast from. And if you've got things to say or possible suggestions for future shows, I'd love to hear them. You can get me at my Instagram or through this website, uh, through the contact. And that's probably the best way to get in touch with me. So with that, I hope you have a great week and I will see you on the next show. Take care.